There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. It is December 21st, 2022, the first day of winter, the winter solstice, and a massive winter storm is rolling through the Midwest, and uh, I think it's headed towards the Northeast, and yeah, it's, uh, it's cold, it's snowy, we're about to get some heavy snow here, um, but it, the, most of all, it's cold, it's like negative 13 outside. I just, oh man, I, I'm just happy. I have heat, backup energy, backup food, and the knowledge to know better, right? Like, Kirk, how are we doing today? I'm doing awesome. How are you? I'm, I'm doing well, man. I'm like, I'm looking at the world and like, just trying to prepare, just trying to prepare for what's coming. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's wild. I was just listening to you. Your opening comments, and here in Denver today, it's 51, although at 6 p.m. tonight, that Arctic blast comes in, and it goes to negative 4 in like an hour, and then it's supposed to be a high, it's like negative 15 tomorrow. It's like, what? So we're getting we're getting ready for the cold, too, but um, imagine if you were living in Easter, or in uh, anywhere in Europe, right, and, and mm-hmm. Russia's threatening to cut off natural gas and not have heat during the winter months because of all the politics. It's like we are living in a crazy world, absolutely bonkers. And, you know, the markets are in complete upheaval. Um, The inflation is persisting. The Fed keeps raising rates. And just this morning I was I was reading an article um, uh, that talks about the Indian Central Bank. Okay, so this this amplifies what you and I have been talking about for about a month now when it comes to central bank digital currencies, right? So mm-hmm. so with the with the downfall of FTX, with the downfall of BlockFi and all these things, right? So so now the messaging is going towards ooh, private cryptocurrencies are bad. Decentralized cryptocurrencies are bad. You know, with all the the regulation and rules and, and oversight that the government can bring, you're gonna love centralized cryptocurrency via central bank digital currency, right? I mean, that's the messaging that that we've talked about is going to be hitting the airwaves soon. Well, it happened this morning. So so the Indian central bank head said uh, the next financial crisis will be caused by what? Private cryptocurrencies, if these assets are allowed to grow. <laughs> so, oh, so here they're setting the stage. They're setting the stage to get rid of free market, decentralized private companies offering amazing investments, right? I mean, they can go up or they can go down, just like any other investment. Well, now they're poo-pooing it, saying this is bad, this is unsafe. Look, these companies can go out of business. You have to put your money into something that the government can regulate. So here's these questions that that we all ask ourselves, and and it's not really a rhetorical question. It's it's a real question, but, but I'm saying it because... This is the, the mindset of America, right? When, when we have jokes about, hey, 
if a politician's mouth is moving, you know they're lying, right? So, <laughs> so we hear that kind of stuff all the time. So the question is, do people trust the government overall? Well, no. They, they really don't, I could say. Overall, people are sick and tired of the politics. They're sick and tired of everything that goes on. And the secondary question is, do people trust the banking system? Well, really, they don't do that either, right? So, so why in the world would people trust a central bank issuing a central bank digital currency? Well, the answer is they wouldn't unless you discredit all private cryptocurrencies, right? So, so this is the messaging and the mantra that's being spread now throughout the world um, here. So, so this, this head of the Indian Central Bank said one more thing. He said his main concern is that cryptocurrencies lack any underlying value, calling them speculative and adding that they should all be banned. <laughs> it's like, okay, oh, they're really going through for the jugular here, um, trying to pave the way for a product that central banks want to offer that, that nobody trusts in them or their product offering, right? So if you can't make yourself look good, the best way to make yourself look good is to make your competition look bad, right? So, mm-hmm. so this, is, this is the story that's now starting to spread. And, and we are embarking on a, on a world now where this is going to be an absolute onslaught for the new FedNow token or whatever it's going to be called, which is going to probably be unleashed. And, and you know this world way better than I do, but, mm-hmm. but probably in the, in the first or second quarter of next year, we start to see this gathering storm getting, getting momentum. You know, it's going to be impeccable timing. So I did a show the other day where I speculated um, that Donald Trump has something up his sleeve. Now, you just saw that he released a Trump card. Now, these Trump cards are non-fungible tokens, NFTs. They're on the Matic or Polygon blockchain, which is a layer two solution to Ethereum, which is a, apparently a decentralized blockchain. That, that should be like a telltale sign that Trump's hitting at something. Trump has always been against Bitcoin. But at the same time, you have Dan Scavino on Facebook, posting a picture of a $2 bill and saying, oh, me and Donald Trump were on our way back from Vegas and Donald signed my $2 bill. Well, he, he signed right over top of the signature of the Secretary of Treasury at the time would have been Jack <laughs> Lou. And I'm saying, sitting there going, is Donald Trump giving us a hint that his platform, he talked about digital sovereignty, a digital bill of rights, that he's going to run on an end the Fed platform in 2024 and move back towards a sound money of more of an integrative nature of a decentralized cryptocurrency setting up the parallel network wow i mean so so momentum is kicking in right Mm -hmm. we're right and it's kicking in on both sides um you know one last thing that this indian head of the the central bank said he said all of this when at the exact same time that they're seeking to introduce their own digital version of the Indian rupee, their mm-hmm. central bank digital currency. So again, we don't like what private companies bring to the table that decentralized um, unregulated industries bring. We don't want free markets. We want everybody to be our service. We want everybody to be our service. 
so we can control them and we can control the their money flow and we can turn the ability to do transactions on or off at will, right? I mean, this is the world, this is Orwellian big brother that, that we're moving into. And so when when you understand Donald Trump, you realize, okay, big free market guy, he, he's pro-business, he's pro-growth. It, it doesn't... It does. It's not a stretch to anybody's imagination that he's looking to something that is going to be pro-growth and a trendsetter saying, okay, this is where the world is headed. I'm going to be ahead of the curve, and we're going to do this, right? Because the writing's been on the wall for, for quite a while that, that central banks globally and fiat-based money creation is, is hitting the skids. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much debt, which is why we have to have the inflationary pressures to actually fund the debt because there's not enough money coming in in a post-COVID world in, in tax revenue. People aren't spending as much, which means there's going to be less sales tax, right? When people don't spend as much, retailers don't have the ability to hire more people. So we, we go into an economic recession. When people aren't hired, they're, they're not spending either. So, so there, we're, we're seeing a, a decrease in income taxes seeing a decrease in sales taxes, seeing a decrease in property taxes as interest rates go up and people can't buy homes, and so therefore the price of houses have to come down for people to afford them. So so across the board, government revenue streams are hitting the skids, but what's not coming down is the debt. The debt keeps exploding. So this is forcing central banks around the globe to inflate or die and print more money and it's and it's hit the point of critical mass, and it's doomed for failure at this point. It's like a mathematical certainty that these central banks have now cannot sustain the debt levels that they have, and it's going to implode. So when it implodes, the next question becomes, okay, it, it's a it's a fait accompli that it's going to implode. So what comes next, right? So there's always got to be something. There's got to be a means of exchange. There has to be a currency. Well, this is where the parallel economy that you're talking about comes into play, because there's going to be a lot of merchants that don't mm-hmm. want central bank digital currency. When it comes out, you're going to have a revolt. Because people are going to say, "What? this has nothing to do with stabilizing the economy. It has nothing to do with, with accountability. All it has to do with is transparency of all transactions, which, re, which eliminates, not just reduces, but it eliminates people's financial freedom. Um, which is why, which is why they're going that way. Because central CBDCs, Josh, as as we've talked about before, it's it, all it is is a digital version of fiat-based money when it's issued by central banks. I mean, it does, it's not going to do anything to help inflation. All it's going to do is is help them collect and monitor data and every step that you take, like having spyware in your bank account. That's all it's going to do. And this is why ninety percent of the central banks around the world are pushing towards this and it's causing markets to reel i mean it's if things are falling apart which we can go in after the break 100 kirk we're gonna take a quick break everybody will be right back with more dark delight show after this
Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. He's the man with Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. We're talking to Dr. Kirk Elliott here. And, uh, you know, Kirk, CBDCs are a scary thing. These, these things, put in the wrong hands of control, can be used to enslave every man and woman on this planet. Because when you have money that is digital, non-tangible, right, in control of governments programmable to whatever the government wants to to allow it for and then directly connected to what we can call social credit scores which will be the new universal id in which to get access to anything in this world to to drive a vehicle transportation systems to to go into a building to rent an apartment to go to your place of work to go to a grocery store this is a very dangerous situation that human beings are facing Oh, it's 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 very dangerous. Um, it's 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 the change of money. You know, the old regime is passing, and we're going into something that's completely digital, completely programmable. In fact, okay. So if you, so a lot of my clients and a lot of the people that I talk to are are religious scholars, right? And they're reading ancient old prophecies from the Old Testament, where 
mm-hmm. it talks about, you know, in, in the last days, uh, you, you won't be able to buy or sell unless you have a mark on your forehead or in your hand, right? So people talking about the mark of the beast. So when you, when you look at what this offers, okay, so what does CBDCs offer? Well, complete lack of privacy, knowing everything that you could possibly ever buy or sell, the source of all the transactions, the ability to shut on or off, right? So, so it's like, all right, well, that fits the bill. And then there's a company in Europe that, that just announced um, called Walletmore, W-A-L-L-E-T-M-O-R dot U-S is the website, mm-hmm. an embeddable, under-the-skin, rice-sized microprocessor to actually help facilitate transactions, right? That are When you use that technology, it's a $300 rice-sized microchip, right, that just implants right underneath your skin. So instead of waving your credit card over the credit card reader at Whole Foods or Walmart or whatever, right, you you just wave your hand. It's like, oh, my word, imagine that technology tied with CBDCs. Now you've got the fulfillment of ancient prophecy. It's like, oh, my word, these are the weirdest, most bizarre times that we're living in. And when you start to couple... The fundamental reality of, of loss of freedom and how this is not going to be good for any consumer anywhere, couple that with with spiritual, prophetic-type words that go back millennia, saying, oh, my word, are we really living in those times where everything that we know is going to be turned upside down and it's possibly just months away? I mean, you're looking at this and it's like, okay, what are options for people, right? What are What can we do to take advantage of these trends rather than these trends take advantage of us, right? Well, well, people look towards tangible assets that are real, that are not digital, that are, that are something that, that people can't take away. Because when was the last time a company went out of business? Okay, well, mm-hmm. how about FTX? Or you look back, well, how about Enron, right? It's like companies can go out of business and they can go to zero and everybody loses all their money. But when was the last time a car went to zero? Well, never. How about oil or gas? Well, never and never. What about gold or silver? Well, never, right? So so things, or real estate, things never go to zero if they're a thing, right? So you have built in already minimizing your risk because tangible assets never go to zero. But we've also got massive growth. So here's, here's kind of a funny story. It, you and I have spoke about how when silver was in any bull market, you'll have two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back. Well, the last one step back, silver came down to $18. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it. It's like, this is a technical support line. I'm not a chartist. I don't care about the technicals, fundamentals, you know, of, of inflation, interest rates, all that always cause markets to move. But my technical traders were looking at that price and saying, foaming at the mouth, saying, oh, my word, silver is going to bounce up like off a trampoline. Well, sure enough, it did. Because in August, it, would, it closed the day at $17.97 an ounce. Today, it's like $24.20. Oh, my word, Josh, that's up 33% in 16 weeks. That's mm-hmm. an incredible return. But we all know 16 weeks doesn't constitute a trend, right? That's just the last 16 weeks. So I went back, and I was looking at the price of silver two and a half years ago. It was in, in March of 2020, two and a half years ago, silver was $11.91 an ounce. Literally, oh it's up 98% in 
in two and a half years, averaging 38% a year growth. I mean, this is incredible, right? And it, what is it? It's a reflection of the political instability and inflationary pressures that we're seeing in the world around us. And people are, as a flight for quality, as a flight for safety, flocking into tangible assets. And we're seeing that that move. We're seeing the supply chain disruptions, the low supply, the low inventory, the high demand in silver. And to me, when I look at that, it's like, oh, my word, Josh, this is one of the safest assets in the world because of these fundamental forces that are causing its growth, and which happen to be the same fundamental forces that are causing shrinkage in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and real estate. You know, I'm trying to sell a house in Colorado right now, and and we're fortunate because it's priced right, and and we're getting people in it every day. Um, We're getting showings every day. And my, my hopes is that we sell this thing and close on it before anything comes about in the sense of global systematic collapse. Because Kirk, quite honestly, looking at the state of the world, looking at what's happening, all it's going to take is one little spark and this whole fire is going to ignite. Yeah. And what is the spark? It could be a bunch of different things, right? It could be uh, the collapse of, of of the U.S. dollar and paper currencies globally going to CBDC. It could be simply a devaluation of our of our credit. With U.S. Treasuries going from AAA status down to A or B plus, right? I mean, all it could take is that. All it could take is is a, an eruption in geopolitical conflict in in China, right? It could. There, I mean, there's so many different sparks that it could be. It could be uh, the next interest rate hike, which mm-hmm. will take the federal funds rate to 4.75, which will probably cause another 15, 20 percent reduction in the stock market, right? We, we don't know what the spark will be, but we're, we're living in a world where the table is set with all these different sparks as plates, right? And we're just waiting for the guests to arrive. It's like any one of these could erupt the whole system and, and, and start to dismantle things. Well, and that's the thing, is there's so many small little things globally that could occur that produce this fire to be to just take off, become that catalyst. And the world right now is on the brink. It's a very scary time. I'm, I'm Jim Rogers right here. Jim Rogers warns the worst bear market in his lifetime is about to come. We're seeing this everywhere. Global economies are on the brink of collapse. And I don't mean to be doom and gloom people, but we're, we're just stating what everybody else is putting together and the mainstream media isn't reporting. You have Joe Biden out there going, things are great and gas prices are coming down. They're the best they've been in a year. And you know, inflation is uh, decreasing. That's why interest rates went up, right? And it, it, it's ridiculous. We have the global GDP, which grew 1.3%, but what they don't tell you is that growth came about because of the strategic petroleum reserves oil being sold off to foreign countries as well as all the armaments that were sent over to ukraine they put on the balance sheet as a sale i mean i mean this is absolute ridiculous and ludicrous what is happening right now in this world oh my word it's it is so true and and sadly you don't have to sensationalize the bad aspects that are happening in the world right now when when our office receives 
calls every single day, like hundreds of them. <laughs> um, 90% plus of the people that called are gripped and paralyzed with fear because they don't know what to do. Well, when you take a systematic approach to understanding you know, how these puzzle pieces fit together, Josh, the politics, the economics, the social structures, the everything that we're seeing will cause people's investments to go up or down. So what do we do? We take the time to educate and and hear what people's needs and dreams and desires are, which are always capital preservation. They don't want their assets to erode because of some dumb government policy that none of us can mm-hmm. control. Um, or and they want to grow, right? But we get both of those. So when people start to realize, oh, my word, we have people of like mind on the same team that are thinking like we do, that that fear and anxiety that started the phone call starts to melt away and we can really make a difference in people's lives. 100%. And guys, listen, if you want Kirk Elliott to make a difference in your life, if you need that 401k transferred over, those IRAs opened up or transferred over at no cost, or if you just have that extra cash you want to get out of before the dollar collapses and get it in the gold and silver, give Dr. Kirk Elliott a call today. You can leave a voicemail or talk to one of his team members. It's a free consultation. 720-605-3900. Again, 720-605-3900. Or visit getgoldtoday.com getgoldtoday.com Dr. Kirk Kelly, thank you so much my friend we'll talk to you here later and guys we'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show right after this meeting smile after smile and on every street corner you hear Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations alright back to the Dark Delight Show and I'm, I'm here. I'm here for the one and only Jim Price. Jim, Jim, how you doing today? Hey, guys. Good to see you. Appreciate it being here. Uh, was Josh, was that your pirate uh, segue in? Is that what you were doing there? Giving Arr. me the pirate to... <laughs> Arr. <laughs> Little R today. You, you want to talk hey, about guys. pirates, Jim? You want to talk yeah. about pirates for a second? <laughs> Let's... <laughs> No, no, it's I'm a, serious. It's like I'm a serious. trick question. It's, <laughs> sure, Josh, let's go for it. Aye, aye, let's talk about pirates. How about these pirates? $1.7 trillion omnibus bill. Yeah. Okay, $44 yeah, billion going to Boeing Raytheon, the CIA, for the war in Ukraine. Um, Boeing, why is Boeing listed as a beneficiary of Ukraine money? Well, because of I mean, the Defense Department. They're, they're going and buying planes and ammunition and drones and all that. Yeah, and sending yeah, it over yeah. There. Well, you know, the Ukrainians, are, they're all up on technology and Boeings and things of that nature, right? It doesn't take years <laughs> to train those guys. Here's a plane. Yeah. Well, hey, <laughs> Congressman Dan Bishop, right? His uh-huh. team went through the 4,155-page bill, which is being presented to Senate today, right? They just got the bill today. They have only a few right. hours to go through it. And it's 4,155 pages. Uh, you can't do it. It's impossible. Nice. So what are some of the things? This in sounds here? like the uh, CARES Act of 2019. Oh, this is right. like the last omnibus bill. This is like the last yeah. CARE bill. How about this? 410. Okay. We, we have this, this bill expressly prohibits Customs and Border Patrol funding to be used to improve our border. It, it says it right here. None of the funds provided in this subsection to acquire, maintain, or extend border security technology and capabilities, except for technology and capabilities to improve border patrol processing. Okay, but listen to this one. But at the same time, it allocates $410 million towards border security for Jordan, Lebanon, Egypt, 
Tanzania, and Oman. They're literally writing it in front of your face, black and white, and that's okay. By the way, we spent about $5.5 trillion to lose the election to the establishment over corona. Guys, if you actually start adding up all the corona money we spent, we spent about $5.5 trillion to make sure that Trump didn't win in 2020. Mm -hmm. So, guys, this is all part and parcel. They're going to get their last little spending bill right through before they all leave. They're robbing the place right as they walk out the door. Come on. Wasn't there a movie they did that on? Like the last day they were there, they robbed the place. Well, this is, this is exactly what the lame duck Congress is doing. I mean, you have $1.438 billion for membership in the global multilateral organizations, including the UN. Oh, yeah, you know, what? I mean, why not, right? I, hey, Josh, can we create, like, can we, get a, can, we get a, can we get together an organization like a WEF, a, a UN, where they just, countries just wildly give us billions of dollars? How do we do this? How do we create a cool kids club? It's <laughs> you become the the Hans and Franz of uh, global superiority. You can uh, you can be Hans or Franz. I don't care which one, but that's the Hans and Franz of uh, what, what do we call it? The you know we're not going to kill you all club or something. How, I mean, how do these guys? What are the WEF? Who pays these people? I don't get this. Well, well how about this one? Take, listen to this one. On a more sinister note. There's at least $575 million for family planning in areas where population growth threaten biodiversity. What? Malthusianism is disrupting anti-human ideology. This, this is horrible. So, okay, so all of this is to destroy the country that we live in. Yeah. Or the world we live on. Money to spend to control or to destroy the people that live on this earth. $3.6 million to, uh, to build a trail, okay? To build a oh, trail known the as Obama the, trail. the Michelle Obama Trail. Does it start at her belly button and go... Oh, man, I'm sorry. That was bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about this? $477,000 for anti-racist training from the Equity Institute. $3 million for the LGBTQ Plus Museum. Equity in Institute. City. That's a great name. we got to come up with something like this. What I are know, we going right? to... We're going to call it an institute of... Foundation? What do we call it? What, yeah, come on. Would, we, gotta do, we got $4.1 million in various career programs for one of the richest co- counties in the country, Fairfax County, Virginia. What? They need they, they need what? They need now, do you, do you know which county the majority of the senators and congressmen live in in Virginia? Well, it's probably going to be Fairfax, right? It's Fairfax County. Oh, a little pat on the head for the boys we hang out with, huh? Yep. Oh my gosh, man! This has got to stop. This, this has got to stop. This is horrible. Uh, you know, five, you can't, Okay, so another trillion and two trillion dollars going out the door because there'll be ancillary things that connect to this. It'll end up costing us more than what this spending bill really does. Didn't you, do, do people realize that as well? Is that even though, like they say, they're going to spend one point seven trillion dollars? Oh my god, you can't even count that high. Anyway, um, that when you go through and you actually start spending the money, it actually costs you more money than what the spending bill costs. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like people don't realize these spending bills don't always cost 1.7. They end up costing 2.5 trillion well, because no, they're administrative. So 1.7 trillion because they actually have to go to the Federal Reserve. They have to basically get a loan and that loan's going to be at a various percent interest depending on how many bonds they can sell, how long those bonds are out for, usually 30, 30 years. So that 1.7 trillion will cost about 18 to 20 trillion dollars over 30 years. 18 to 20 trillion dollars for so that's oh, a yeah. oh yeah you only get ten percent of the money that you're going to pay out in 
Yeah, th- this is the scam. How about this one, Jim? $524.4 million for diversity, equity, and inclusion and structural racism focused subdivision for the National Institutes of Health. Come on, man. A National Institute of Health. We got to come up with a name, Josh. What is our institute going to be called where they just give us wildly billions of dollars to create diversity in the well, my, woodpecker? My, my thoughts are, Jim, is we move to Pakistan. <laughs> we move to Pakistan, okay? Because listen. Yeah. million for a gender equity fund for gender programs in Pakistan. Don't they know what the uh, predominant religion is in Pakistan, and it doesn't really matter how much money you throw at diversity, they're not going to take the hedgeeves off the women? Well, see, see, this is the problem. Is this money is not going to a gender equity fund? This money is going it's to not. nonprofits and NGOs, Josh, that are Josh, operating co- in these countries that embezzle this money back into politicians and corporations' they pockets. They wouldn't lie to us. They wouldn't lie. Oh, Come on. Trust FTX was handling the money going you. to Ukraine. That's not a problem. This is your government. Trust us in what we say. We have your best interest in mind. We love you. We will take care of you and give you free stuff. What's that gun on your hip for, sir? Oh, that's if I don't comply. Oh, that's called tyranny. That's for your protection. (laughs) Oh, protecting me, huh? Mm. I I love protection that uses a gun to tell me how to live my life. So, uh, guys, when are we going to say that, you know what, God gave us an inalienable rights that cannot be given or taken away, and then we exercise those rights, and that government is to be limited by us, and they're to be our public servants. This is so simple. They're going to spend another $1.7 or gigagillion. Why don't we call it a, a, all the money? They're going to they're gonna borrow all the money, whatever that is. Hey, oh, wait, wait. I was going to ask you a question earlier. Josh, How what's your FICO score got to be to borrow $1.7 trillion? I mean, I'm just asking um, for a friend. What, what do you got to have there? It, well, now it's not based on FICO scores anymore. It's based on your social credit score. And this takes into oh. account many aspects of ESG. So your environmental contributions, your um, your, your societal contributions, and your, your governmental perspectives, right? So um, your, your ESG score or your social credit score um, has to be fairly decent to borrow $1.7 trillion unless, unless mm-hmm. you're in on the scam. And so, you know, we were talking about this last night in the sense of credit card companies, how credit card companies actually work, and that why you're actually not liable to pay your credit card debt. And the reason is, is because there is no injury for the credit card company. There's no liability created by the credit card company. So the credit card company that goes out there and issues you a credit card and puts 10,000 magic ones and zeros into an account, there's actually no intrinsic value no of that yeah there, there's no there's no money being put in a bank account saying okay here's your credit card yeah. and, and so it wasn't spe- ten thousand dollars worth of gold bars that physically moved to my right anything which means right. that when you spend it, it it's made up it's it's fake money it's not but real. that's where you create the firestorm that's where you create you asked you were asking kirk earlier what's the what's the trigger if everybody just figured out that this is all just farts in the wind this would it, it, that's what creates the collapse because of the moment we quit believing in Santa Claus, Santa Claus can't get a sleigh to fly, right? And that what was in the what, Santa Claus the movie or whatever. Yeah, we talked about that before. But the moment you realize that it's all just fake, that the silver and gold that you guys were talking about, I, my statement is silver, gold, and brass to cover your ass. 
that's what you need to be thinking about in the world right now. This fiat, as soon as we quit believing, as soon as we, you know, like, you know, it's like we literally just like, you know what? I'm done. I'm not going to play your system. I'm going to go to the barter system. I'm going to get the eggs from the guy down the street. I'm going to get the beef from the guy down in the country. I'm going to go over here and get my vegetables. I'm going to go here. And you eliminate the big box stores, all the ones that were allowed, quote unquote, allowed to stay open. Um, as soon as we're done, we're done. We just walk away from their system. We don't have to play that game. Why are why are we even doing that? You vote with your money, right? Isn't that what we always say? We you vote with your money. You vote so with prove your it. Dollars. That's right. Prove that that there's there's something going on here. And I and I if we when we're done with the game, we quit playing musical chairs. It's over. That's right, guys. We'll be back with more Doctor Light Show right after this. Yo ho yo ho, a pirate's life for me. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Really oh, I love it. I'm going to watch that tonight. So, I was Jim, watching we were just Santa, about this. The, when Santa Claus Comes to Town or whatever, was that the movie was on last night? The, the stop animation one they had in 1970? Oh, I don't know. You know, with, uh, I, I haven't seen any of them in so long. And uh, it was a little bit creepy. Um, and I say creepy, it was just like this guy was like, There's no more toys in this town, the hamburger guy, or whatever. No more toys. And 
And uh, Chris Kringle walks in and says, well, why don't your children have toys? Here's toys. When he was dressed in a different color. And, oh, man, there was a lot of symbolism in it. It was really, oh, it made me think of the day. <laughs> there it is. There you go. Yep. <laughs> But I, you know, I haven't. I, the only ones I really watch. Well, see, he's talking it. about how you 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 don't you can't be happy. You know, he's like, you listen to my laws. Don't be joyful. You can't. You know, you have to live your life in somber and, and under my control. Ooh, right. Hmm. But well, you know this this brings up a good point because yeah. I love Christmas and it is Christmas time and we're getting to our Christmas. We got two more days left of the week and we're going to we're going to go up until Friday. So we're going right. to talk about Christmas more and more and maybe me and you can get into our annual Christmas discussion on Friday. That'd be actually pretty ah. cool. <laughs> but but you know, I only watch two shows. I watch a Christmas story and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I'll probably watch them tonight just because my kids don't have to get up in the morning for school. We got a blizzard coming. I got a yep. I'm going to get a big old body a bottle of whiskey. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I'm kind of like Christmas time is here, but Jim, I like, I, I like to... Christmas story, the Christmas story. I like the one with, uh, you'll Jimmy shoot your eye out, kid. Oh, no, no. I meant the, I'm sorry. The Christmas Carol. Wait, wait, which one is the one with Jimmy Stewart? Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol. I like the Christmas story for, I like all that stuff. It's, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful oh, life. Yeah, yeah, wonderful yeah, yeah. Life. She, it was a, yeah, we, we we're close. It had the yeah. word something in it. Um, <laughs> life <laughs> really good we're doing the, um but no i like that one because it gives you hope at the end right it gives you this it shows you what your life could really be and it gives you the hope at the end i like the kid one because you know literally these children are going out there and they have these wants and desires and they just wish they had that one thing right um but also be whooping up on the bully you know good story there as well i enjoy those mm-hmm. so not i want to get back to this though. omnibus building oh i want to get sorry. back oh, to all right, right right Okay. I love I love that we call it the omnibus. It's like all of us are going on the bus over the cliff to hell. Anyway, well, it's it's a bill that takes <laughs> many things into consideration, especially right. three hundred thirty five million or sorry three hundred thirty five yeah million dollars. Okay, right to prepare for a response to an influenza pandemic. You can't make this up. It, this will okay. So it says three hundred million shall be available until expended for activities including the development and purchase of vaccines, antivirals, necessary medical supplies, diagnostics, and surveillance tools. Yeah, yeah, no. no. I mean, they're just not even hiding it anymore, right? Right. Well, and, and the thing is, is the same thing that they call it the flu. I mean, this is the, this is obs- this is obscure as saying people getting sick. I mean, people get sick from food, they get sick from the environment, they get sick from age, they get sick from all this. When did the government get in the business of health care? I mean, given a crap what my health is, when did that happen? Well, Jim, you know, there's that saying in the Constitution of the Declaration of Independence, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And within that life part of the 14th Amendment, they say that they have control and access over your health. Unfortunately, mm. this has been ruled by various Supreme Court cases to be kind of quasi yes and no. Because the fact that they came out, uh, the Supreme Court ruled against Roe vs. Wade because the federal government does not have the control yeah. over your health gives you the, right. the, this perspective. But then on the other side is the Supreme Court through two various cases, 1903 and 1928, 
ruled that the federal government in the concern of national health can force vaccinate people, which means that they do have control over the aspect of national health, but only when it pertains to that global health of the whole of the whole community of the whole society. Um, See, this goes back to Ron DeSantis signing that bill that said that they're allowed to put people in quarantine camps, and everybody well, celebrated that he signed that. Yeah, Ron DeSantis wasn't the only one. I mean, that was in Tennessee, Oregon, Washington, New York State, California. Right. And for anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about is there's there's a few bills that came out right after the uh, COVID pandemic, pandemic, if you mm-hmm. want to call it as such, yeah. that basically said that during a time of uh, national pandemic or a pandemic national emergency crisis or something like that if uh, people are determined to be sick that the government has the right to take them to a quarantine um, facility against their will against their their best interest and this decision can be made by a non-medical person like a police officer granted the authority by the governor come on man Come on, concentration man. Camps. Uncle Joe says, come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> so, Josh, <clears throat> it is Wednesday. It's hump day. We're about three days before the uh, the big Christmas weekend we got coming up here. Tell me something this ominous, Bill, that's going to give me a Merry Christmas. Give me one thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Out of $1.7 trillion, there's got to be something in here for, you know, don't kill baby seals or something. Oh, you talked about killing babies, uh, baby seals, right? Um, $286 million in Title X funding, right? Okay. Title so X. Here, for, yeah, for carrying out the program under Title X of the PHS, Public Health System Act, to provide voluntary family planning projects, $286 million provided. That amounts to said projects under such titles shall not be expended for abortions. So the amount provided said projects under which title shall not be expended for abortions at all pregnancy counseling shall be non-directive. That's good, but also, do you know who that money goes to? Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood. Yeah. And so yeah, once the money's do in their abortions. system. We just give them coupons for abortions. <laughs> they're, they're, see, you just nailed it, though. You're exactly right. Is They'll take that money in for pregnancy counseling. Right. Mm-hmm. And that yep. person will come in. Now, every person that comes in, they'll have to have a five minute. It'll be like a five minute conversation with that person considered counseling. They'll get paid right. the thirty thousand dollars per person that's going to come out of that two hundred eighty six million dollars. Yep. And then they're going to the answer is going to be is you need an abortion and they're going to send that person to an abortion. And then they're going to tax the state that that person's yep. in for that money. So, yeah, that's not really good news. But let me give you a swamp uh, lesson real quick. In the state sure. of Kansas, where I live, I live in Wichita, Kansas, and in where I live, in the state of Kansas, we have a override, a veto override supermajority in the Senate, and we have an override supermajority in veto supermajority in the House. And we are a sanctuary abortion state. You can walk into Kansas and that moment get an abortion without any counseling, without parents' consent, without any testing, without any counseling whatsoever in Kansas. So you tell me how deep the swamp really is in Kansas, where I've got a Senate president who claims that he's a pro-lifer but yet cannot get any type of legislation that stops this from happening at all, doesn't stop taxing the poor, doesn't stop taxing the elderly, doesn't lower any types of taxes around here, but yet we have an override supermajority in our state. So please, guys, when we talk about swamps, we talk about the establishment we see at the, the, the federal level, this is the real world we live in. we got to be mindful that the shadow government that I've talked about before that's attached to your toe like Peter Pan is real. 
Yep. And listen, the swamp has to start the darkest, the deepest parts of that swamp are at the foundation, which is the states. That they couldn't yep. get the federal government until they infiltrated every single state. And you have to understand mm-hmm. that the states and the stuff like that are the worst of it. And that we need to begin taking back our local and our regional and our state governments. That's where this starts. Right. And I urge people, I mean, listen, I urge people to go out there and, and start standing up against your politicians. To start pushing back with your words. Start standing up on that soapbox and yelling and screaming to them that... This needs to end. Yep. This is horrible. This is one of the most atrocious bills I've ever seen in my life. And if this passes today, I, I'm just going to be appalled. But They can't read your mind, folks. Open your pie right. hole and say something. Listen, uh, we'll be back with more Dark Delight <laughs> Show tomorrow. Hopefully some good news heading into Christmas yeah. time. Friday will be our Christmas show with Jim and I. And uh, you guys have a great day for, uh, for myself and for Jim over there. Yep. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Okay.